After World War II, from 1946 to 1964, a new breed was raised up. A strong clan of brilliant, fearless, invincible people. Ones who believed they could do anything. Who changed the very culture of the entire world. This clan is the tribe known as the Baby Boomers. But somehow life happened. The J.O.B., the family, the kids. For some, divorce, remarriage, more kids, moving, new jobs, layoffs. And then the very people whose motto was, never trust anyone over 30, suddenly passed that age and now are doubling. Many now with dim vision, lost hopes, and broken dreams are fearful that it's all over and the only thing that's left is regret. But out of the ashes was born Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again to surpass their glory days and achieve even greater things now. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Nope! It's Bobby the Boomer! Bobby the Boomer! Hey! Bobby! Bobby boy! Yes, Grandpa? Go fix it the world! Here's Bobby. This is Bobby the Boomer coming to you this morning on a new day and a new week and a new uh, whatever you want to make new. Let's talk about fear today. Fear. There's a lot of that going around lately, isn't there? There's a lot of fear about COVID. There's a lot of fear about riots. There's a lot of fear about a lot of things. And I think back in the old baby boomers weren't even born yet. We weren't even started yet because the Great War, World War II, is going on or just getting ready to go on, I think. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt gave his famous fireside chat. Most of us baby boomers remember that because our folks talked about it and we heard the radio shows and the TV shows where, what did he say? There's nothing to fear but fear itself. And I was wondering, what does that mean? And then, lately, or, well, lately, within the last 30, 40 years, somebody coined the expression, fear, false evidence appearing real. Ask them their motivational speakers. Uh, I hope to be one. I'm trying to motivate and inspire y'all. And uh, some of the folks uh, said it, like Tony Robbins and them, I think he got most famous for it. A motivational speaker. I don't know if he made it up or who it came from, but anyhow, the meaning of it is that a lot of people are afraid of a lot of things, and uh, it's not really a reality, or it's really not something that uh, is a big deal to be afraid of. Am I saying that right? I think the uh, point is that fear can make us do a lot of things, and a lot of times fear isn't warranted. We're afraid of a lot of things. Now, there's a difference between wisdom and fear. Now, you could be afraid of fire, but wisdom will tell you, don't stick your hand in it. Don't run into it. Don't put fire in your house. You know, stuff like that. Don't burn down buildings. That would be apropos for now. People are afraid of a lot of things. So, I got a simple solution. And the thing about fear that we need to know, besides it of being able to control us, do you ever notice that? Fear will make you do either crazy things, or fear will make you be paralyzed to where you can't do 
anything. You ever hear of the term being afraid of failure? Well, that's popular. People are afraid to fail, so they don't even try. Well, you know, if you don't try, then you've already failed. There's also a thing called fear of success. I have experienced that myself where, why? Well, I've analyzed that a little bit, and I think I found out that if, if I try and then succeed, then I'm going to be rich and famous, and I'm going to be like all the folks that my father taught me not to be like and like. He is uh, World War II vet, quit high school before the war, went into the war, and came back, never went back to high school. And for some reason, he associated rich and successful people with evil people. You know, those people that take that money. You know, money is the root of all evil. Well, no, it's not really money that's the root of all evil. It's the love of money. When you love money more than you love God and family and things like that. So he somehow got that in his head, and uh, I guess it made him feel good about him not succeeding so he kind of put that on our me anyhow I don't know about my brother and sister but he put it on me to where it almost made me feel well it actually made me feel like I was betraying him when I exceeded him in education and job stuff you know instead of being a blue collar worker all my life I got some skills and I learned how to fix medical equipment and got a better job than he'd had all his life but I love him. You know, we do things out of fear. So God bless him. I forgive him and I love him. If you have stuff that you feared in your life, there's a way to let go of it. You know how you do it? You let go of it. <laughs> I said it was simple, but it's hard. There's another way to do it. You got to tell yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen if I do or don't do whatever it is you're going to do or don't do and that you're afraid of? Whether it is a business, whether it is something dangerous, you got to use wisdom and not be doing stuff that's going to obviously get you hurt. And when it comes to all this fearful, really scary stuff that people are afraid of getting COVID virus, people are afraid of getting involved or in a wrong area, <laughs> like where a riot's going on, you might just be walking minding your own business and all of a sudden you find yourself somewhere you don't want to be in the wrong place in the wrong time, as the saying goes. So that's kind of scary. So what are you going to do? Well, <laughs> keep your eyes open and your back against the wall. That's one thing. Here's an easy thing. And some of y'all gonna go, oh, here goes Bobby. He's getting all spiritual and bible again. bible Is that a word? Ah, well, it is now. Anyhow, in terms of fear and being afraid of things, because I've been afraid of a lot of things all my life, and most of which things that I was afraid is going to happen never happened anyway. But here's the scripture, 2 Timothy 1, 7. And what does it say? It says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. That's pretty good. Didn't give a spirit of fear. There's a lot of that going on. The devil is Pouring out his tricks and his fear. That's the spirit that he's got in his basket. That's the spirit he's pouring over this world, and we don't need that. But God says he gives us a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. Wouldn't you like that? You know, there is something you got to do to receive the Holy Spirit, and that is to believe in Jesus Christ. Uh-oh, here we go. Altar call. Not going to ask for no offerings. Just going to offer that to you because I know before... I started following Jesus seriously. I was a hot mess with a lot of fears and a lot of problems. Am I perfect now? Oh, no. Am I working on it? 
Oh, yes, but I do have help, and I have that spirit of power, love, and sound mind. And when all things break loose and I start really getting worried and fearful, I lean on that, and I ask for more of that. It's like pouring water into a cup. When you run a little empty, you just pour a little more in, and the Lord will help you out. Now, I'm going to give a couple more scriptures here that I like because, well, I want to back up what I'm saying with a word. Now, some of y'all might want to disagree with me that the Bible is just some fairy tale book. Well, you know what? I would debate with you, but I think the better thing to do if you like movies, you ought to go and watch the movie The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel. The guy was an adamant atheist. He was a investigative reporter for crimes and things. Really good at it. And some. His wife started getting all into Jesus, and he didn't like that. So he thought, well, I'll just prove wrong by facts. And he went about it. So that's a good movie you want to look at. If you like reading, you could read the book, The Case for Christ. I kind of like movies because it had the whole interaction of people and relational things. And I like watching and listening. But some of you all want to read, go ahead and read that if you want to debate or question. I'll let uh, Lee debate you since he was on both sides of that, an atheist, and now he is a believer. So let's get to some other words to back up what I'm saying. If you will look, I looked on a handy dandy Bible googly woogly search thing and it says that in the Bible where the words fear not is in the Bible is 144 times also, fear is in there about over 300 times, but even in the sense of fearing the Lord, if you look up the word on what they call the Strong's Concordance, that word is usually meaning to revere, to honor, not to be like petrified, afraid, although if uh, God showed up in all his power and splendor, well, he did that on the Mount Zion when he gave the Ten Commandments, and wow, he scared a whole lot of them, and they said, hey, Moses, I'll tell you what, why don't you talk to us, because God's scaring us. But back to the old fear not 144 times in the Bible. It also says in Psalm 118.6, the Lord is on my side, I will not fear. What can man do to me? Talking about fear of man. Well, what can man do to you? He can certainly kill you, can he? And that is the absolute worst thing that could happen to you, right? You go through a painful death and a lot of pain, a lot of sickness, a lot of stuff going on, and I'm not minimizing any of that. That's not pleasant, but should we fear it? Well, once the worst thing that could happen to you is death when your dad is done and it's over. Then the one thing you should fear in the sense of being concerned is in Matthew 10, 28. Jesus Christ said, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but do not have power to destroy the life. Rather, fear him, meaning God, who has the power to destroy both life and body in Gehenna or hell fire. In other words, don't be afraid of man. He only kills you and you're dead. But the Lord Jesus, through his power, through the power of the Holy Spirit, can give you eternal life. John 3.16, if you believe in him, he can give you eternal life. Man can't do that, but God can do that. So if you want to revere or fear somebody, you ought to fear the one that can do that. But it doesn't have to be that way, and you don't have to be fearful. I know uh, some of y'all, even to, you know, the motivational guys, I know I'm being a motivational, inspirational type person, but I get my motivation and inspiration 
salvation from the Lord. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. If some of y'all folks don't like that, well, okay, if this is not your cup of tea, then don't drink it. But if it is, and if you're looking for hope and you're looking for a way that's better than the fearful way of man and the way that things have been going, well, you might want to keep listening because I don't always talk about this, but I'm not going to be fearful or ashamed to preach the gospel, and I think it's a apropos and when it's on my heart and something I want to share with you that could help you. So you could try it on your own. I mean, uh, like Tony Robbins and the motivational guys, there's nothing wrong with that when it comes to having a business, trying things, getting over stuff. Some of that helps. But as far as what's going on with this craziness in the world, with everybody afraid of COVID virus and everybody afraid of getting caught up in the middle of something that they don't want to be in and getting hurt. Well, you know, you could try to get over the fear on your own. You could try to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps and try it on your own, by your own power. But I would say if you look at the world today and how things are panning out, how's that working for the world? How's that working for us? How's that working for you? How's that working for me? I lean heavenly and I lean towards the Lord and I do depend on that spirit of power, love, and sound mind and not fear because the world and the devil gives fear, but God gives power, love, and a sound mind. So what do you got to lose to give it a try? If you want to know more about it, you can go ahead and leave a comment on Bobby Boomer Facebook. You can do that in the privacy of your own home between you and God because really a relationship with the Lord is between you and Him. Now, I'm not afraid or ashamed to preach the gospel, so that's what I'm doing today. That's what was on my mind and on my heart, and I wanted to share it with you today as we started a new week, and I hope you're well. Hope you're being good, thinking good, and doing good. So, that's what I got for you today. And until the next time, goodbye and God bless. 